an open platform for you to express your success and happiness. This is Minutes of Greatness podcast with David and Mark. Welcome back, Minutes of Greatness episode 8. I had to think there for a second which episode we were on. Um, and we are luckily enough to have Dan from the Silly Heads. Dan, I hope you're keeping very well. And we have lovely co-host Mark O'Donnell. And so just to start the whole podcast off, Dan, will you please give us a 15-second elevator pitch? Absolutely, man. You have to stop watch ready. Stop watch ready, ready <laughs> to go, <Yeah>. Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, the City Heads, we're, we're essentially a forward-thinking social enterprise um, centred around mental health advocacy. So uh, we do that through uh, apparel, clothing, so like the bobble hat in my head, and we also have built out a workshop. Uh, so we deliver that to corporate schools, community groups, and then we fuse the two together, um, all in the name of breaking down mental health stigma, really. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. Short and concise. I love it. Very nice. Well, yeah, they put me on the spot there, like 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> well, you stand like tall air, so. <laughs> so yeah. just in regards to the silly heads, Dan, you've obviously come a far, far away from from where you began to, to where you are now. Is there anything in particular you wish you had known initially setting out that you know now that you may not have known starting that could have helped you a bit better? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, America. And I know, like Mark, you you you'd have been familiar enough, kind of what we were doing back in uh, CAT and stuff. But absolutely, um, yeah, I, I I think for me, uh, and I think a lot of people would have a different kind of outlook on it when they when they get into business. But um, one thing I probably was uncertain at at the start was whether I was chasing a kind of a a passion for the sake of it. So mental health and it was obviously a, a passion of mine. And I was kind of thinking, am I following my heart over my head? And I was, it, it, it was very uncertain. Um, now I'm down the track of it. Uh, it transpires that kind of anything that you you chase with a passion, anything that you're really, really, I suppose, in love with <laughs> on a business level, um, <clears throat> it tends to drive you and push you in the direction that you need to go. Like it, it's, um, so I wish I kind of trusted myself a bit more. Uh, and put more energy into kind of enjoying that process of starting off in something that I, I really, really was was passionate about and uh, enjoying the journey because I was always worried in, in case it would kind of fall flat the next day, you know, because I was I was always convinced I wasn't thinking with my head. I was always kind of chasing, uh, I suppose, this kind of dream of mine. So, yeah, I would have just uh, sat back, enjoyed the journey and trusted my gut, really. That's that's probably what I would have done. Brilliant, brilliant. And like me and Dave often yeah. discuss with guests, like one thing we think you really need to excel in your field, no matter what your field of expertise is, is I think you do need that little kind of almost lust or love for what you do, that that passion, because it's the, you know, the, the early mornings or the late nights or the, the days where you don't feel up to it. It's that it's that lust, that passion for what you're doing that gets you through those kind of tougher days, really, isn't it? That drives you down that track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like exactly because like at the end of the day whether it's in the fitness game or whatever industry you're in so for us and kind of say the social entrepreneurial space like you're always going to have a level of in order to sustain yourself you now i'll put my business hat on here like you know to, we want to sustain ourselves in this in this business we want to be able to pay ourselves and continue doing something we're really passionate about but like we know we've got competition for whatever it might be for funding for spots with 
operating our workshop with corporates, selling our product, whatever. Uh, um, and it's getting a lot easier to do that sort of stuff. So we know we have to go above and beyond or offer something different. And sometimes, well, actually not sometimes, most times that includes, you know, uh, it, it includes working crazy hours. And I, it's not like I'm advocating for kind of burning yourself out. I mean, it's about kind of being smart with your time as well. Yeah. Um, but but we have found ourselves kind of working from extremely early in the morning to getting a few hours sleep and then up at four in the morning, do some social media or something. It's 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 always on like you're always on. And I think that's kind of given us a little bit of an advantage um, with what we're offering to to our customers at the moment. Um, no, I will say like it is hard work and you do feel it physically and mentally. So there has to be a point where you could kind of protect yourself and re-energize. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Those, those, uh, when you hear those birds chirping at five in the morning, <laughs> it used to be coming home from town. Like now it's like, I'm working. <laughs> so, <laughs> but in a good way, it's like, okay, I, I put in a shift here, like maybe catch a couple of hours sleep or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's, that's brilliant. And, like what I what I really admire Dan is like I like obviously I was we were in the same kind of group in the air in college um in CIT and yeah. you know we've done the same degree and what have you but like you you guys done a full full time study degree like um as well as home life and whatever while getting this off the ground and like I seen the work you put in on campus in CIT like between you know between being a presence getting stuff set up like even like the the, the motivational talkers and the, the kind of little events that you were putting on and stuff like it from my point of view it, it was admirable watching you be able to to still progress the silly heads while balancing other kind of really heavy workloads on on your table like yeah she's uh, really appreciate that mark like i mean yeah we kind of sat down at the like obviously uh, you know Mike as well, co-founder as well. So like we we sat down and, and assessed everything. Um, and yeah, I wasn't. Uh, you know, I've I've two kids. I've 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 a wife. Mike uh, has Mike's wife sadly passed away last year, but he had his own stuff kind of to do with, and it was a big undertaking. Like you know, as you mentioned, full time degree. Uh, and often it was a case of you know yourself in college till whatever five o'clock or half five or six. Yeah. And then you're straight into laying the foundation for this idea that you think may cause some bit of good impact in someone's life. And then you're up till three in the morning and then you're you're back out. Um yeah. back in and normally get catch the bus there about ten past seven, that kind of way. So yeah, I don't know. I I, I sometimes look back on it and I actually don't know how or what <laughs> I was doing or how I was doing it, to be quite honest. Yeah. But it might go, I think it goes back to your first point about being passionate about it. You like the passion kicks in when you're burnt, when you're spent physically, like when you you can't find that motivation, like that passion will carry you through. And I, I honestly think that's what happened to us there in college, you know? Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Even like for myself and David's field, obviously where we'd be in the fitness space, but it's that same idea, like, you know, those days where you could be on the laptop for three or four hours getting programs sorted or nutrition and stuff, like kind of the more boring mundane stuff. Like again, yeah. it's that passion, it's that it's that end goal, that end result that kind of that kind of helps keep you pushing when times get tougher. Absolutely, you get yeah. exactly. Absolutely, man. Um, to even put you into a deeper hole, Dan, I'm going to ask you a very very um, serious question as well. What? Yeah, yeah. So, what has been through kind of creating the silly heads? What has been yourself and Mike's 
biggest failure or experience, whatever way you want to call it, and what have you learned from it? Yeah, another great question. And actually, I'll probably, um, I probably won't answer in the conventional sense, but uh, I, okay, so failure-wise, um, if you can consider it a failure, I'm, 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 I'm kind of regretting I didn't do this sooner. You know, I started this in my mid thirties. I'm, I'm, I'm regretting I didn't take the risk with going back to college, or trusting myself when I, when I first left school, or even all those kind of entrepreneurial kind of feelings I had in my twenties. It was always very entrepreneurial, and I never backed myself. So that was that. Yeah. That was a big, not a big, but it was a significant kind of regret. You know that I didn't give give myself more time, and I, I think what I when I was saying I wouldn't answer conventionally. It, it just we're in this process at the moment and every day you have a failure every single day you have a failure and that could be something very subtle that you know you're you're talking to somebody about delivering workshops and and they don't go for it and um, it could be the fact that our online sales are uh, have fallen off a cliff and you're 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 suddenly questioning every single thing that you've done and you're questioning every single cent that you put into the into the business um so I, I think every day is, is every day you're failing, every day you're kind of winning. It's all around us. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's what you take from that failure can, can make you stand on. on top of that mountain, if that makes sense, you know? Like you said. Yeah, spot on. Spot yeah. on. And I think that's the mindset too. Like you go into business, mm-hmm. it's, you are going to, there's a, there's a saying, um, fail fast, fail often. So it's like, you know, fail quickly, try it experiment fail learn get up and you kind of dodge those obstacles you know that's 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 the kind of dna of every business and that's kind of what we're doing at the moment if i'm honest we're trying we're experimenting you know we're getting body blows some days we're getting we're being lifted upon someone's shoulders metaphor metaphorically (laughs) other other days other days you know as i said yeah we're on the ground scratching our heads going how are we going to pick ourselves up from this yeah so and I think that's the, <clears throat> there's failure there and there, there's wins, of course, as well. Um, of course there is. But the journey, the journey itself is, is, is a fucking roller coaster. Like it's, Stop. it's a great feeling to be honest. But like you I can suppose. see, you can, you can see how far you've, you've gone by. I think I even sent it to, there was someone that I know, I didn't think they tagged you in it, but there was a girl I knew that was over in Canada and she was wearing the silly heads. Uh, oh yeah that, yeah you know glorious so like there it's yeah. going all over the world and that's a massive thing because it's not just the stigma that's in ireland it's in other countries as well like yeah that you're you're benefiting one bit at a time like so it's 100 percent working on what you're doing and you're learning yeah. from your experiences and obviously business is a roller coaster of, of of drama as well sometimes you know that that you just um you just do have to slowly kind of flourish through it yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that. I don't like roller coasters, but look, you you, you have to get along <laughs> with it, don't you? Yeah, yeah look, I'm not a great I'm not a great fan of oh. myself. And and actually <laughs> yeah, we know Gloria, but that's a great example of um those small wins that you kind of I well we think you need to celebrate. I mean, look, we yeah. we have a product that was sitting on a shelf here in my spare room. Um and you know, a couple of days later it was on a mountain in Canada. So it's like no that's obviously and we've sent some stuff to europe and new zealand and all that sort of stuff so you're kind of going isn't that mad like you know an idea that's traveled half across the world yeah it's not too much 
try and get caught up in we're not selling, you know, 100,000 units in Canada because uh, <clears throat> I think what we're learning is, you know, really nourishing those relationships with your customers. Um, we try to we try to really kind of um, give everyone the respect they deserve. If someone messages us on Facebook or leaves a comment, okay, it's 10 seconds or whatever, but <clears throat> if we if we can get, give 10 seconds back or 20 seconds in a reply, exactly yeah it it's great and it, it seems to be it's what we want to do and it seems to be working for us as well you know um yeah. and it, obviously we are growing and then the challenge is how do you how do you keep that kind of intimacy with your customers as you grow you know it's a and again we're, we're back to <laughs> we're back to the roller coaster situation again so you're always learning like exactly. yeah it's no but like it's it's a fabulous concept and like it's brilliant to see how how far it's come from day one. Like I said, I I would have known known about it from the early days from with college and and seeing he progressed it from the kind of there of the beginning, and like what along the way, Dan, were some of the resources that helped you get to where you are. Um. Yeah, I, I think we're very lucky in Ireland that we have such a kind of an uh, appetite for entrepreneurship. Um. So. We obviously being in a in CIT mark, like we 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 became aware of a lot of kind of supports, like the uh, the student ink program now was one in the Rubicon Center, yeah. um, and again, like you, you know, this is only one example because we it's tied into CIT, so so it was a natural kind of progression for us, um, to apply for that program and get a bit of experience, a bit of mentoring, um, which we did, um, but outside of that, you know. Once you start looking into supports, things like the local enterprise office, <clears throat> which are in every county, um, everything from, you know, they do free courses on um, starting your own business. Uh, and then you could, you move, you progress. They've got so much there. Um, enterprise Ireland is a kind of another level up on that as you start to grow. Um, from our own perspective, Social Entrepreneurs Ireland is another program that we were on. Once you start finding, once you start literally Googling these kind of things, you know, a starting business, what are the supports? You start to come across all these, uh, I suppose, micro kind of supports available um, within each county. And then I think they're the things that really helped us. Um, like we're on the Ignite program at the moment, which is a startup program based out of UCC. Um, and there's a little bit of funding with that and it's great, but um, it's, it's the mentoring. It's the contacts that you're that you're that you're making. You're making contacts with people who sold businesses for ten million, twelve million, uh, and now they're looking to reinvest. Uh, I mean, it, it's dragons den stuff on a weekly basis, you know. Yeah, um, no, I was proud of myself as Peter Jones. All right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and look we kind of think of it like that as well i know you kind of mentioned our the background here and stuff and the fact that everywhere we go we try to wear some of our product yeah because yeah. we have like as soon as someone locks eyes on us I, I we think the interaction starts there your brand starts there and like at the end of the day or, or we are a brand and we have to be a brand in order to spread the message and create the impact that we want to create so um, it's about sticking out from the crowd, you know, um, and that's what that's what we try to do. So if, if we're, 
utilizing one of those supports, whether it's in the local enterprise office or, or if we, we get a meeting with someone uh, who's a potential investor or can possibly lead us to some work, then, you know, straight away, we try and make the most of it, albeit virtually, but, you know. But still make the most nevertheless. And I suppose yeah. like the, the network, like we circle back to the kind of networking aspect and being in those environments like like the rubicon i know in the with the ignite program and stuff like that I, like it's invaluable getting perspective from people like you said who have sold six seven eight figure businesses because they're the people who have been where you are now once upon a time and exactly. you know they're the people you can kind of dig and drip feed information to you and you can take stuff on board that you may not have gotten from let's say modules in college or from from looking online or whatever like that that personal experience is invaluable like really isn't it yeah there's there's nothing like learning kind of on the job so to speak i mean you know you know yourself mark a degree is great but you know you're when you get out into the world of business i suppose and entrepreneurship and in our case social entrepreneurship you start to um you know if you're if you're presenting to a certain individual or individuals you might have a, an idea of how you're pitching and you might say it's very clear what we do and they might say i've no i've no clue what you're about like you and all of a sudden you're like well someone it's not it's not hitting home I, like you mentioned there at the start Dave the uh, elevator pitch um whether it's 15 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever it might be those kind of things are crucial with those people at that level like it needs to be crystal clear what you're doing yeah. whether that's the problem that you're trying to solve which is always the biggest thing that's the biggest thing they will always look for what is the problem if there's not a problem to be solved like you're fooling yourself yeah exactly and you're trying to encapsulate all that as well as your solution as well as your brand so there's huge learning i mean and they're they, they won't be sure to tell you either exactly. <laughs> you know it's yeah. like it's calling like, on a bs out and, and just having a clear path that they need to see that they can help like your spot yeah. like yeah um yeah, absolutely exactly who like when when you were kind of creating the business and, and stuff like that. Who were the three most influential people that have helped you kind of benefit the business and, and run it better and stuff like that? Entrepreneurial-wise, who has kind of helped you along the road that um, has got you to where you are today, I guess? Yeah, um, <clears throat> one one main person. I'll try and think of three, but there's, there's, there's one definitely. Um, when I had this idea... I, I scribbled down, <laughs> I got a, an ESB bill and I, I, took, I got the envelope from it and I scribbled down this idea and I, I roughly sketched these characters and I said I, something about uh, animating them in apparel or something like that. So anyway, I, I emailed the Rubicon and I said, look, I have this idea, it's in a piece of paper here and uh, yeah, can I, can I meet someone? And I strolled out to the Rubicon, I also remember it. Tuesday morning and there was no one there. <clears throat> I don't have a clue what I was doing or what I like. I knew nothing with the Rubicon Center, but yeah. through the jigs and reels anyway, I was meant to meet someone. They weren't available. I met uh, Paul, who was the manager of the um, the Rubicon Center, and he put me in contact with a guy called Tom Cotter, who is the CEO of Rasher, um, R-A-S-H, apostrophe R. I don't know if you've ever heard of those guys. So it, it's nothing to do with rashers. <laughs> there, what they did initially was they were selling rash vests, um, these for like you know surfing, and I think they're used in MMA as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like an underlayer, um, but they were using it all. Or sorry, they they were producing it from recycled plastic from the from from the ocean. So there was a real eco kind of feel about the 
the business and they, they were really funky like they were selling into australia and indonesia and all that and uh, i met tom and uh, the guy just gave me so much time uh for a random kind of guy waltzing into the rubicon and from there we built up a relationship we would meet kind of every month or two we would bounce ideas off tom because we were in cat design so we just pop over yeah and like just talk about it's it's a bit like a dark room and tom kind of was the guy with the flashlight you know he was he was pointing it in the direction that we needed to go so like we'll we'll be forever grateful with tom um and i know they've rebranded now um into in, into a bigger kind of organization um outside of that um on the ignite program at the moment um Eamon curtin who's the the director of the program is is absolutely amazing like brilliant it, you can have all the funding you want, but I mean, the knowledge, the insight in what, that these guys have. Um, and you could be scratching your head about a problem that you're having for weeks. How are we going to do this? You might experience yourselves, you know, if it's setting up a podcast <laughs> or whatever. And then you talk to him and then within a sen- one sentence, he's like, he's after clearing up the whole thing. He's like, well, this is what this is what you need to do. This is what you need to find out before you move on to the next step. Otherwise, and then you're like, geez, of course. So like it's um <laughs> it's that knowledge that might may come easy to them. Um, but to newbies like us, yeah. And I think once you appreciate that kind of knowledge, um because yeah. a lot of people it, 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 like it's very easy to be, be dismissive of it because um when you're attached to, to your own business, uh it's it's hard at times to kind of take criticism, you know, and hard to yeah. take someone says they see it going in another direction and there's a fine line you know you have to kind of you will never know your business better than anyone else so um but at the same time you need to listen to these people you know um so look i don't have three to be honest but i have two main ones there um, but they were they were quality like you know really lucky yeah brilliant um but like like you said it i i remember we we spoke about it a lot as well that your business you can never run a business even if it's independent business you can't run it on your own you'll always need someone that will has been where you are now to much further down the line where they can give you the knowledge they can give you the contacts they, whether whatever it is you know you'll always need someone um it's it's grand trying to do be the, your own marketing it's grand be trying to be your own accountant it's it's grand trying to take kind of do all these things but you eventually do fatigue you you do need help and and um it definitely means letting go of your ego and accepting that help and and kind of you know you'll prosper your your business will flourish when you're able to like you said there's been times where you've been thinking and thinking and thinking like myself and market at the moment where we're trying to come up with ideas and stuff like that and you can meet that one person that one simple sentence in conversation will just change your whole direction and you're, yeah. you're, you're back to the happiness mountain, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, 100%, fuck it. Love that, man. Happy, happiness mountain. I want to go there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me where that is. <laughs> well, when we'll you go down to carry, you're right. <laughs> Take a right there. Okay. Uh, you're spot on, Dave. Like, um, and do you know what? It's good timing, you know, because right, we're, we're in... Uh, the, the groundwork was about two and a half years and then officially since we set up last October, but I suppose trading since kind of December and where, where everything, you know, or the marketing team, where the accountant, where the PR team, 
um, we're physically delivering the workshops for the we're the IT team, and we are now starting to fatigue. Mm. I, I thought I knew what fatigue was. You know, obviously two kids and all that, and you get tired and all that, but it's hard to explain. I've always heard of the word burnout. Yeah. Uh, and I've always heard people say, you know, or look out for these signs. And I was saying, okay, but yeah, I'm sure it's no different than what I'm feeling now, which was, which was, I was tired, obviously, but this is a different feeling now. Where's that? Where's that? We're actually next week, we're going to just take a, a bit of a breather for kind of a week. Um, because yeah, the, exactly what you explained that fatigue. Mm. Like there's so many signs now, we're, we're, physically and mentally. And, and it is because, we are managing all these aspects of a business and you're trying to do it to a very high standard. Exactly. And you can imagine your, your, your mind is switching, um, I suppose, disciplines very, very quickly. You might give an hour to marketing and then all of a sudden, then you have to give an hour to get into the frame of mind to deliver a workshop. Exactly. And then the next hour is with your accountant. And you're like, you know, Mark now is great with numbers. He was amazing in corporate He's finance. Really with I'm numbers. not. <laughs> I haven't I'm, seen it yet. I'm terrible. Right. <laughs> so Mark would find the numbers very easy, like, you know, but uh, maths, maths isn't my thing at all. Um, and even though there's two of us in the business, like we are now coming to a point where uh, we will be reaching out and, and looking for help, whether that's through internship um, or outsourcing, you know, some stuff whether that's a bit of research or something because um look we're fooling nobody we won't be able to sustain and create oh. like i find the creativity goes as well when you're starting to burn out yeah. you, like it's yeah. really bogged down you can't the ideas you have are fucking terrible like i know mine are anyway you're cloudy like you're cloudy you're you're yeah you're yeah 100 yeah you're you're it's not it's like your brain is literally telling you look here, I'm just going to give you half arsed ideas here to throw out to yourself, but I need sleep. Yeah, you know? there he is. Look, he's a story. He's a brain is stubborn, man. Like, and, and he'll say, look, if you, you're not giving me a rest, then I'm going to hold back some stuff here now, right? And you're not getting it until you give me a rest. So exactly. Yeah, I, you get all those kind of half fucking <laughs> stupid ideas. And the problem is too, um, and I've done it myself, you, you start to run with it. You, you start to you run. Yeah. You start to run with these ideas that are, you know, are not solving any issues for anyone. They're very little impact, and and it's almost doing it for the sake of it. You know, exactly, um, yeah. so yeah, it was that's a, it was a great point there about the fatigue and good timing as well. Like, <laughs> but that's it, and like, it does no harm to get that rest, even if it like, especially with all hands on deck for the both of you. Like, whether that's taking a week off to rewire the mindset and re let the brain kind of breathe a bit, because then all of a sudden when you go back and start hitting the ground running again, the the drive is there. You're fresh and the quality yeah. doesn't drop if that makes sense the quality stays high then and once you're well rested like absolutely and i love uh, to let the breathe brain uh, let the let the brain breathe with i'm definitely i always say i love these little surveys i'm, I'm going to use that next week man i'm going to be like no because i've always this urge to go back and start working open up the lot and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna add that to my list no i'm leaving the brain have a little bit of a breather i love that one yeah <laughs> You'll have to what? copyright that. <laughs> <laughs> what you'll have to do now, huh? What you'll have to do now during the week, then, is yourself and Mike will have to go down to West Cork. And I'm not joking, right? If you go for a swim in the morning, what it does to the brain is frightening, like because you, it shocks the yeah. body if you're not used to it. But like you'll be, you'll be good as new. You'll be fresh. It'll be like your bathtub <laughs> all over again. Do you know what I mean? So I've heard, I've heard about this. I've heard, of, I've, yeah. I've seen it. Obviously, a lot of people go and see swimming, but like, yeah. The same kind of um, message rings true that yeah. it's almost like hitting that reset button. Exactly. I, I, it's supposed to stimulate uh, some type of 
um, nerve, nerve system in the brain or something like that. Anyway, I know we're going completely off topic, but it kind of just it was. I remember I was stressed off my head a couple of weeks ago, and I went down to West Cork and Aries, and I went for a swim about two minutes, three minutes, and I was like completely new, like nice, fresh. Yeah, yeah. And we're now we were able to kind of come up with ideas and and stuff like like you said, Mark's a genius ideas and stuff like that as well so like we're just stop now stop getting a big head now Mark. But... <laughs> <laughs> no I did I, I, I am going to try something like that well, and, and next week will be the week I'll do it if any brilliant know? it's brilliant you love it like I, I didn't think something so simple and some something you wouldn't really think would have an impact it actually does like you feel a lot more positive coming out of it as well you know it's, it's nice weird time. it was weird weird but uh, it was definitely a holiday I kind of needed to kind of refresh. Yeah. That made sense because the cloudiness, my it brain does. needed to breathe. My brain definitely needed to breathe. Yeah, it, that's a great one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what it's doing. Yeah. yeah brilliant. Brilliant, lads. Love it. <laughs> Dan, is there any common misperceptions or common myths about your area of expertise of social entrepreneurship Is there and social enterprise? Is there any common myths? that you would be aware of that you would like to debunk with us here today? Yeah, social entrepreneurship in general, I think um, it's a very, it's a newish concept to, to Ireland, but it's only going to get bigger. Like you're going to hear a lot more of, it's very big across Europe and we're kind of late to the game here. Um, and they have a much better understanding of what it is. I mean, a lot of people think we're a charity. You know, they, they think, you know, it's, um, they don't see it as, you know, we're actually a limited company. Um, we're, we're a company that's trying to sustain ourselves as, uh, and keep the two of us in the game, really. Um, uh, uh, but really, the, the, the centre of what we do has a, has a bigger social impact than, say, you know, a normal kind of limited business, like, I don't know, anything, you know, cleaning windows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's more focused on uh, a kind of a, a societal issue, which is, which is obviously, you know, the numerous issues around mental health, stigma obviously being one, um, lack of education, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's about kind of there's a, there's a higher purpose, I suppose, at at the end of the day, and that's what social entrepreneurship is. And as I said, the next few years, you you probably hear this phrase a lot more now because it's it's like a wave. It's kind of coming across Europe, yeah. Um, yeah. and and hopefully, like people will become much more educated on what that model is, um, and differentiate between like you know a charity, um a limited company social enterprise that's a limited company because they're, they're, there's all they're all different kind of categories you know yeah. that's that's the biggest misconception that we found anyway very good brilliant, brilliant. and apologies mark i keep bloody doing it till no, no, <laughs> this is good this is great and it's the more natural the better it's like exactly. being in a pub i know <laughs> the closest thing that we're gonna get anyway um, Hello. God. what does and i know it's a very difficult question to ask because it's it's grand planning and planning and planning but where is what's the future for the silly heads where, where do you see yourselves in terms? um yeah yeah uh, it is hard it's hard for any business because uh, ultimately at the end of the day you're predicting that you're trying to predict the future um what what you can control is having a clear plan um in your head kind of you know short term medium term long term and for us, I think we have a short-term plan. So we're talking kind of two years, up to two years in the business. Um, now, again, all this, this is only on paper. We know that this stuff is just good. This will probably change the next hour because God knows how things work out in business. But um, 
you know, we are very aware that we need to have a bit of longevity in this to sustain ourselves. Like it's, um, and we've got a couple of ideas in how we do that. There's, there's a couple of options on the table. Um, and it will require a kind of a shift. It will require a, a more investment. This is where we're going back to the supports now with you, Mark, looking back to Enterprise Ireland and seeing what they have available in funding for research and innovation in, in, in an idea that we have with the characters, which is essentially the possibility of creating a kind of immersive training experience for, for schools, colleges and corporates. Uh, I'd even go as far as saying possibly with something to do with VR you know oh my god that would be brilliant yeah, <laughs> so, look look it's as someone said to me look if you had a magic wand what would you like to do and i think that's a good way to start like don't restrict yourself like the magic yeah. wand is i'd love to have um ownership of a, a piece of tech uh, that involves vr for like a classroom of i don't know let's say it was a classroom of 20 students and over two days you know the first 10 they got to experience this training for mental health the characters would take them through it. So you're walking alongside these, our characters as they educate you about mental health and our story. God knows what else we could put in there. But, um, you know, bulking that out and, and, and selling that, I suppose, across um, something that could be shipped to the UK. It doesn't require us to be there. It might require an employee to kind of, to set it up and all that on the day. But, and we understand that that might not, that might not come to pass. It might be scaled back it might go the route of building out the um, the apparel in a different route. So it might it might go into you know just a very breaking the apparel in, up into into different uh, sections or clothing ranges. Exactly. Um, so it might be you know a cozy range. It might be a, a more kind of vibrant, colourful range for for very visible advocacy in the community. So they're all what we're exploring, and it's very hard to. Um, in order to do that, you, you need to kind of plan as much as you can and you need to do a little bit of research. But there will come a point where you need to press the button. like 100%. And I think we see that at about year two. Good. Um, all the time gathering information, we need to make that decision. Yeah. Um, so the answer to your question, Dave, um, I don't know <laughs> what the plan <laughs> Best is. Best answer. Best answer. And, and, and I don't, like I don't I profess to know. <laughs> I love the ideas, Dan, though, honestly. Like, yeah. Between the even just classifying, you know, between the cozy range and the vibrant colors to, to highlight the, the branding yeah. and impact in the community. And then the VR, geez, like that's like they're big scale, great ideas. And it's good that you that your vision is so big. Like I, I admire how how big you're you're looking, if that makes sense. Yeah, and look, yeah, oh it does. Um and I think that's one thing we were we were a bit uh, nervous about talking about too at the start of business was all these great ideas. And then the sooner you get in to meet these people who've gone before you. They will tell you if you yeah. have a magic wand, what do you want to do? Yeah. And aim towards that. And exactly. if you have the determination and the drive with a little bit of luck, more often than not, you get some sort of um some sort of framework of that for yourself. And you obviously created a successful business. Excellent, excellent. And thank you so much as well. Thank you so much for coming on from no bother at all. Pleasure. Asking all the questions. Um, a timer has just literally come up for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It was. It's it's great. That's actually great because we have a Zoom where, geez, we could talk forever. Like, and the timer is nice. It's kind of like, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. That's Lads, you've done enough now. When you don't upgrade the pro, 
But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, and thank you for anyone that's watching, and thank you again so much, uh, Dan, for for answering all the questions and stuff like that. So, so anyone watching, just a quick, even a fifteen second picture. Where can they find you? Uh, the dot com. Uh, the silly heads across all social: Facebook, Instagram would be the two main ones. But if you happen to be on Twitter or LinkedIn, check us out there. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> and from myself and Mark, I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast it was brilliant 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 show thank you so much and don't forget to like subscribe and follow every single one of us thank you